and gentlemen, to another edition of JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined by a man who, I hate to break the news, but has told me he is going to be making a massive announcement in tonight's main event. That's right, it's Captain Tibbs. Thank you, Sills. And you are not wrong, my friend. It is going to be a great announcement. I've got a lot to put on you tonight. For the main event, it's Tibbs time in the corner box, baby. That is right. But before we can get to that, I'd like to look back at last night, the Regal Rumble. What was an absolutely breakthrough card from beginning to end, which, of course, at the beginning, we saw your son, Chuck Tibbs, reclaim the JWF championship from Guy Fieri. And Tibbs, he said he was going to do it his way, not your way, not Momoa Curry's way, not anybody else's. And let me tell you something. I think last night we saw the real Chuck Tibbs for the first time, and he proved what we all thought, and that the real Chuck Tibbs can be a champion. And so let me tell you something. It was beautiful, a sight to behold. I couldn't be prouder of my boy after that performance and after that change in not only his wrestling style, but who he is as a person. So listen up, everybody. Don't forget, the best you is you. Unless you do happen to be going up against the winner of the Regal Rumble, the man known as Robert Hill, in which case, Tibbs, I'd say don't be yourself, be a tank, because I think that's the only thing that can take out Robert Hill at this point. Well, we're not sure about that yet. I'm sure there's still hope. Although I will say, Robert Hill sure knows who the fuck he is. That is right, Tibbs. And he is one of the top names in our power rankings. So why don't we get into our power rankings right now? Look at our tag team division first off. And Tibbs, let me tell you something. We're at a point where I don't know who could challenge our tag team champions, Bananas and Pajamas. Look at these power rankings. We got Coach and Friend who, of course, actually had a bit of a dominant display at the Regal Rumble, but none of them can get it done. They are currently sitting at zero wins, two losses. Up next, the Hard Americans also put a great showing on at the Rumble, but only two victories, six losses, one tie. The Blockbusters, two victories, five losses. And then in the number two position are, of course, our former champions, the Rising Sun, seven victories, Two losses, one tie under their belt. But then our number one contenders at the front of the block, a team that I know the Rising Suns know very well. It's their brothers, the VWO, the number one contenders. Five victories, two losses, three ties. I don't know what that's about. Apparently those boys can't ever end a match clean. Well, that really that really proves it. If you listen to their podcast, they really don't know how to end that either. That is right, Tibbs. But, I mean, Bananas in Pajamas, they like to brag about being a two-time champion. But there's another two-time champion of tag teams in this division, and it is the VWO. We may see a clash of styles if those men happen to face off in the future. And I'm looking forward to something like that, Sills. I'm looking forward to anything but this right now. You asked earlier who can challenge Bananas in Pajamas. Anybody. It could be a rock for all I care. I would throw him at both of those men and knock them out. And The Rock would rather be our tag team champion. No, wait. 
not Dwayne. Why don't a, we a move on rock. to the singles power rankings, Tibbs, which, of course, we already know a future number one contender and the man who will be in the main event of Wrestlepalooza, Robert L. He is on our power rankings, but interestingly enough, he's in spot number two. Seven victories, two losses, never been pinned or submitted. Underneath him, spot number three, the Hammer Man, another man who had a great showing at the Rumble, four victories, four losses. Uh, underneath him, spot number four, Hollywood Hulcher, eight victories, eight losses. And then underneath him is the man known as Funky Flossie, who let me put it this way. Hammerman, Hollywood Hulcher, Funky Flossie, they all seem about 50-50. Funky Flossie, 1-2, lost 2. Hollywood, 1-8, lost 8. But the thing that Funky Flossie has on his side right now, I think, is momentum after his momentous victory over Scotty Moore in that brutal street fight last night. I agree, Sills, after seeing such a, a wonderful display against Scotty Moore, after him pulling out that victory for, from the jaws of defeat multiple times, I think it, sky's the limit for Funky Flossy Sills to the moon. That's right, but if you want to talk a man about a man who would love to go straight to the moon, it is our number one man in our power rankings, the man who we didn't think we'd see back until post-WrestlePalooza made his return to the JWF last night at the Regal Rumble, immediately making a beeline for Blake Tanner and tossing him out of the ring. That's right, the lord of the smart side, the Dylan, is back. 14 victories, only one loss, but we've talked about it before, that loss... He didn't even get pinned in the match. He was injured. He had to get taken out of the match. And that's the only reason that loss is on his record. Interesting, interesting dichotomy in our power rankings right now. One and two. Neither men have been pinned or submitted. Oh, so I smell something in the future if both of those, both of those statistics uh, still hold up to be true. But uh, an amazing return by the Dylan. Amazing recovery schedule. I'd like to know what he did to get back so soon. That's right, suffering a torn rotator cuff last year at heck in a sec. He returned last night. And let me tell you something, if I think, if I got to think who's on his mind, it has got to be our JWF Captain's Champion, the man who beat the Dylan, quote unquote, for that title, Blake Tanner. But before we talk about them, I want to go back to our tag team division. I want to go back to Bananas in Pajamas, who, let's be honest, really shocked the world being able to successfully defend their tag titles against the Rising Suns last night at the Regal Rumble. Bananas in Pajamas, they, they in the past used to be considered jokes, but they really proved at the Rumble that they are nothing to sneeze at when it comes to a wrestling ring. It seems that they've started taking their matches more seriously, at least. At least when they start the match. I, I don't know what to think about it, Sills. Only time will tell. It looks like we're going to be stuck with bananas and pajamas for a while. That's right. And our tag team champions are backstage right now, but they don't want to talk about their uh, amazing tag match. They don't want to talk about the future. We're going to ask them what they think about your announcement in the main event. So why don't we go down to them and have a listen? Ladies and gentlemen, Dad, Dan McDonald backstage here with the men who successfully retained their JWF Tag Team Championships last night at the Regal Rumble. Bananas in pajamas. Now, boys, there's been word that Captain Tibbs is going to be making an amazing announcement later tonight regarding the excessive force pay-per-view. Do you have any, ex uh, do you have any speculation as to what that announcement might be? Oof. 
Hmm. Let me guess. This announcement is supposed to be big, right? Oh yeah, it's gonna be yeah. historic, Babu. It's gonna be impressive. It's isn't gonna it? be That's beyond all imagination. Hey, look oh. at this. You see, I yeah. got my imagination cap. Popping it on my little head. Oops, what's that? It's shorted out because it's beyond imagination. Can't believe it. It's three unicorns together. Okay, so obviously this announcement, he's got to be talking about us. You know what I mean? It's got to be about this tag team right here. B-N-P. Hey, B-N-P. B-N-P. Hey, hey, maybe... Maybe old Tibsy is giving us a award for being the best tag team ever from being snubbed last year in his Tibbies. Oh, oh, maybe Tibsy's going to be retiring these belts because ain't no one going to be coming around better than bananas in pajamas. I'm going to tell Who you better? that right now. Who better? Who better? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. We're going to have a big ceremony. It's gonna be we're gonna be like at a McDonald's like the Mac and me and there's gonna be an alien dancing. It's gonna be absolutely insane. Tim's gonna take us to the center of the ring that he set up in the McDonald's, and he's gonna tell the world that bananas in pajamas, that's us, the only two-time tag team champions that are yeah. still relevant in our company are the yeah. best of all uh of all what what are you guys doing here? Well, uh actually if you'll pardon me, gentlemen, I I believe those are actually the two men that would take some umbrage with your claim. The former champions, the VWO. Well, hi there, boys. Uh, what, what was that that you were just saying right there? For a second there, at the very end? That you're the only tag team to hold those titles twice and still be relevant? The only tag team that matters? Well, in case... You haven't realized, boys. The VWO have been here since day diggity damn one. And we've been one of the most dominant tag teams ever since. Tag championships, we got them. JWF championships, yep, those two. Captain's championships, kings of the steel city right here catching the bag holders. We have done it all. We have done everything that there is to do in this company. And all that's left is to make a little bit more history by being the first ever tag team to hold those titles three times. So why don't we go out to the ring and show you what being the best of all time really means. Well, Tibbs, a prophetic declaration right there from Griffin Clouds. And let me tell you something. Bananas in pajamas may have bit off a little bit more they can chew, than they can chew right now. And what was he saying about a McDonald's, Tibbs? Uh, something about aliens. Aliens uh, work at McDonald's. Tibbs, are these boys on the heroin? Because it seems like they're on the heroines. Uh, I don't know. What do, what do drugs do? 
I don't know. Apparently that. But, Tibbs, we do need to go down to the ring because, like Griffin just said, they're about to show them what being the best tag team really means as the VWO step in the ring against a dominant force known as Legion, the team of Bone Crusher, and, of course, the Titan, led by the demonic Croc, who is wandering around the outside. And you know, Croc came into the Regal Rumble late. I, bet, I think Croc came into it thinking he was going to go all the way, win the damn thing. And the fact that he got eliminated so fast, I, I think that all three of these men are coming into this match pissed off and ready to fight. I agree, Sills. Legion's just here looking for a fight. The VWO's looking to prove their dominance. I can't wait to see it. That's right, and that bell goes digging. Oh, look at that. Griffin Cloud's coming out like a house of fire. Clubbing blows against the Bone Crusher. Oh, but sends him into the turnbuckle before, ooh, jumping up and just raining down shots onto the skull of the Bone Crusher. And that's the thing about Griffin Clouds. That speed, the, the Bone Crusher did not have the ability to outwit, to outspeed Griffin Clouds. And that is what's got Bone Crusher in a dangerous position right now. I agree, Silsa. You have to see how quickly Griffin Klaus moves. He moves as quick as his mind does. That's right, but oh, unfortunately, Bone Crusher with a big right hand sends Griffin Klaus straight down to the mat. And, oh, no, Tibbs. He's got him up. He's got him up. He's going for a power bomb. But oh, look at that. Griffin rolling over. Sunset flip power bomb. Holds on for the pin. One. Two. Oh, grim. Massive kick out from the Bone Crusher. It just sent Griffin flying across the ring into his corner. And it looks like Justin Clouds tags himself in as the Bone Crusher tags in the Titan. And Tibbs, if you want to talk about an unstoppable force in an um, immovable object, hell, this is two immovable objects right here in the form of Justin Clouds and that massive beast known as the Titan. We are about to witness a train crash here in the arena, people. This is going to be big. That's right. And oh, look at that. Both men trying to clothesline each other. Oh, a second attempt. Oh, what? Justin offers himself up to Titan, says, come on, big boy. But oh, hits him with a big boot before Titan can get it off. Jumps off the ropes. Massive leg drop. Possibly a call out to his brother, the Hammer Man. Goes for the pinfall. One. Two, ooh, kicking out at the last minute is the Titan. But Tibbs, I want to go back to this bananas and pajama situation that these men are involved in right now because I want to take you back to the past. I want to take you back to the first time bananas and pajamas held those titles because you do know who defeated them after just 91 days as champion. It was, in fact, the VWO. The VWO have went up against Bananas in the Pajamas in the past, and they have proven to be dominant. And you got to know that is weighing in the champ's mind right now. Yes, you got to wonder if Bananas in Pajamas think that they've improved enough to take on the VWO again on more equal footing, or if they're just going to get stomped like last time. That's right. Now Titan picking up Justin, going for that clash of the Titan. But, oh, Justin reverses into a schoolboy. One, two, kick out at the last minute. But look at this. Titan is furious. Titan is just throwing him into the ropes, beating the living hell out of him. Oh, and look at this. Picking him up in a vicious bear hug, allowing the Bone Crusher to tag himself in. Bone Crusher off the ropes, and oh, look at that! Turning that bear hug into a flatliner bulldog combo. They have just taken out Justin Clouds. Goes for the pinfall. One, two.
two. Oh, Justin barely kicking out at the last minute. But Tibbs, I think right now that it may be all and said and done for the VWO championship dreams right now. I don't know. So the, Justin's got to come to. He's got to rally for any type of momentum to be gained. The, the Legion is just too strong for him right now. That's right. And you see Bone Crusher staring down at Justin, who is just crawling towards his brother. But oh, Bone Crusher grabbing him by the hands and doing what he does best that joint manipulation, grabbing the fingers of Justin. And oh my God, just ripping him apart before setting him down on the mat. And oh, went to stop on the hand. But luckily, Justin moves the hand out of the way and gets the hot tag. Griffin Clouds is in. Griffin Clouds is in like a house of fire. Tope Suicida takes out Croc on the outside. Side. Then a second takes out Titan, but no, Titan grabs Griffin, Titan grabs Griffin, Justin with a big boot takes out the Titan, this is insanity, Tins. I can't believe what I'm seeing, so that was so quick, you've got to admire the ferocity of Griffin Clouds. That's right, and you can see Griffin getting back into the ring, but Bone Crusher going for that big boot maneuver, going for the collision, but Griffin dodges, and Justin just picks up, picks up the Bone Crusher, puts him up in midair. It looks like they're getting ready for it. The Under Vapor, that massive assisted tombstone, straight down into the mat, goes for the pinfall. One, two three and Tibbs after what was an absolute barn burner of a match and let me say a David and Goliath situation for the VWO they came out victorious and let me tell you something I think if I was bananas in pajamas I'd be more afraid than ever absolutely so VWO just proved why they are one of the best tag teams in our division why they have such a long-standing history why they've won so many damn championships that is right Tibbs but if you want to talk about a man who has won a hell of a lot of championships in this company we got to talk about the returning beast the dominator the man known as the Dylan the technical spectacle returning at the Regal Rumble and we have seen him hold JWF championship gold we have seen him hold the captain's championship in fact I'd argue that he has made the captain's championship more prestigious than it had ever been but then of course we know Blake Tanner taking the title away when Dylan went down with that injury and it seems like Dylan's back and that man wants revenge well Sills I can understand it from the Dylan's point of view he was taken out with injury at the very end of the match that cost him the title and uh, after everything that the Dylan had gone through to make the JWF Captain's Championship, the undefeated, always defended title of this company, has uh, is to be admired, Sills. And now the Dylan wants it all back. That is right, and he is backstage with one of our top interviewers, so why don't we go backstage and hear what the Lord of the Smart Side has to say. Hello, everybody. Honeypot McGinsing here with the man who has made his shocking return last night at the Regal Rumble, the Dylan. Now, Dylan, while many of those competitors in the match were focused on winning, it seemed you were more focused on taking out one competitor in particular. That is, of course, the JWF Ch Captain's Champion, Blake Tanner. Can you explain why that is, and is there potential for a rematch in the future between you and Blake? Actually, you know what, Honeypot? I am not that worried about it. See, I am feeling good 
right now. I'm feeling healthy, rested. I had a good showing in the Rumble, obviously. Not the kind of showing I would like. But still, if Blake wants to try and keep me away from that title, more power to him, clearly. But you see, I know that sooner or later, one way or the other, I get my rematch, whether it's against him or someone else from inside that chamber. But to show how much I am the antithesis of Blake Tanner, how much better I am as a competitor, I'm willing to go back to my roots. I'm willing to put my rematch on the line every week until I eventually get it with Blake Tanner. Why, you might be asking? Because I'm that damn good. Well, Tib, strong words there from the Dylan towards Blake Tanner. And let me tell you something. I know Blake Tanner, and I have seen the uh, exact opposite of a banner year that he has already started off having. I mean, the Regal Rumble, he challenged the entire damn WWE to a fight, and he got that answer in the form of Daniel Bryan, a man who came out and, let's be honest, humbled Blake Tanner in front of the entire JWF universe. So, so. If I'm Blake Tanner right now, I know i got to get my head straight. Well, so that might be true, especially after the beginning of his 2021, not being able to pull out a win over Daniel Bryan at the Regal Rumble last night. And apparently this new year for Blake Tanner has not started off well. That's right. I mean, he is lucky he did not put that title on the line or else the ultimate embarrassment would have been had there. But... We got to look forward to the future right now. We got to look forward to the future, which of course is going to be the expiration date pay-per-view, which of course features the most devastating match type in the history of the JWF, the expiration chamber match. And Tibbs, I know we've been talking backstage about that match, and that's what that big announcement's going to be. So why don't you head to the ring and let the world know the big announcement concerning this year's expiration date pay-per-view. Oh, Silves, you're not ready for it, let me tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pride that I announce to you today that this year's expiration date pay-per-view will not feature one expiration chamber match. It will not feature two. No. This year, we will make history when we see three different expiration chamber matches on one show. First off, let's talk about the JWF World Heavyweight Chamber, which will feature your brand new JWF champion, Chuck Tibbs, defending his title against the former champion, Guy Fieri. Against Hollywood Hulcher and a personal favorite of mine, the Hammerman. Also against the beast and leader of none other than Legion, Croc. And a man that we haven't seen here in a while in the JWF making a triumphant return, none other than the War Wizard himself. And now let's get on to the Captain's Championship Chamber match. Blake Tanner, our captain's champion, of course, will be defending his title in a match against some of the best technical wrestlers in our company. Good idea on my part, I like to think. How about Fomosan, the rising sun himself? Also, the man that defeated Blake's old tag team partner, Scotty Moore, at the Regal Rumble. Funky Flossy, he's getting his chance to shine. 
We're also going to have the nightmare known as Gazi maybe get a chance to get that title away from Blake Tanner. We're going to have a newcomer who to the JWF who has had an absolutely stunning display at the Rumble last night. Chuck Gibbons, his name is going to be put into the hat. And finally, most importantly of all, Oh, my favorite announcement for this match, people. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the music of the captain's champion himself, Blake Tanner, coming out to the ring. And it looks like Blake Tanner is not happy with this matchup that uh, Captain Tibbs has put him in. No, 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 no. I know what you're going to say, Tibbs, and I'm just going to stop you right here ahead of the pass. Listen, Tibbs, I've done a lot for you over the years, you know? I've taken pinfalls, I've lost titles, but I will not abide this. I refuse to face the Dylan. You understand? I don't care how many rematch clauses he has, I don't care how undefeated he is, I refuse to let another guy like the Dylan just walk back into this company and undeservedly get an instant title shot. Oh, well, that's actually good, Blake. I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out, because the last person in the match isn't the Dylan, actually. <laughs> in fact, I'd hardly call the last man in this match a man, even. Because your final opponent, the expiration date, is the otherworldly being only known as the Jebba Duck. Duck. Duck! From out of nowhere, Blake Tanner turning around and the Jebedook, the Jebedook, one of the biggest names in JXT is here and is flattened Blake Tanner with a duke over a laying him out on the ramp. This crowd is going crazy. I can't believe it. The Jebedook, the Jebedook is here in JWF. <laughs> ah, that was fun, wasn't it? Thanks, Deb. See you later. Alrighty now, let's get back to business. Somebody clean that mess up over there. Now, on to our final match. And I all know what you're thinking. And I know what you're thinking. Tibbs, how can you get bigger than that? Two new debuting superstars stepping into the chamber? Whoa, how are you going to top that? That's already phenomenal. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You're fucking wrong. Because I'm about to get bigger than that. We are only debuting just two new superstars for the main event of JWF Exploration Chamber. We're debuting six. Because the main event of Exploration Date, for the first time ever, six of the most talented female talents in the world will step up and go toe-to-toe -to -toe for the opportunity to go on to Wrestlepalooza and fight the current JXT Women's Champion for the newest, biggest prize in the business. Because that's right, everybody. I know you see it. I know you're connecting the dots. At Wrestlepalooza, we will be crowning the first ever JWF Women's Champion, baby. Welcome the women's division to JWF. And my latest six signees are going to battle it out to determine who's going to show up for that opportunity. First of all, we're going to have former JXT Women's Division Champion, J.D. Hooves versus Lucretia Pendragon. 
versus Val Curry, the daughter of the sea herself, versus Alexia Jinks, versus Larceny Daniel, versus... That is right! The new and improved warrior princess herself, Ayana! These women are here, and in just a few short weeks, they're gonna prove themselves at JWF expiration date. Their feet will be held to the fire, and we're gonna see who sinks, who swims, and who's gonna move on for an opportunity to become the first ever JWF Women's Champion. Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen of the JWF Universe, what an astounding announcement from Captain Tibbs. Not only are we going to see the debut of Chuck Gibbons and the Jebita, who in their debut matches will may become a captain's champion, we are also going to be on the road to crowning our first ever JWF Women's Champion, Tibbs. Welcome back to the desk. This is astounding. Thank you, sis. Thank you. I've been sitting on this secret for a while now. We got all the paperwork drawn up. The contracts are ready. And I just couldn't wait to tell you all about it. That is right. And, and let me tell you something. It looks like we're not going to have to wait until expiration date for a few of these uh, debuts because next week, the Jebeduk is going to be making his debut here in JWF in his first singles match, taking on the captain's champion himself, Blake Tanner. In addition, the Dylan is going to be taking on Funky Flossy in action. And let me tell you something. In the past, I would have said this would have been an easy run through for the Dylan. But with this new improved Funky Flossy, I think he might give the Lord of the Smart Side a run for his money. I'm excited to see it, Sills. The returning Dylan and his first real match back and Funky Flossy coming off of such momentum. All of these matches, Blake Tanner versus the Jebeduk in his first official match in JWF. It's going to be wonderful. That's right. In addition to that, we are going to hear from the current JXT Women's Champion herself, Emily Ireland, and what she has to say to her possible six opponents at Wrestlepalooza. But, of course, that's assuming Emily can make it all the way to Wrestlepalooza with that title. We know they've got chamber matches. They do title matches by the week. I mean, JXT is a lawless landscape, and that title could be running away from her at any moment. You never know, Sills. That shit changes from week to week. That is right, Tibbs. But until then, remember to support us on Patreon.com slash Load of BS and pick up merchandise for your favorite JWF wrestlers at merch.loadofpurebs.com. Sills, could you sign off for me? I'm a little bit winded after that promo. All right. Well, until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon. This has been JWF Monday Night Ignition. And we will see you next time.